0: you on this a nerd united podcast episode 241 and tonight let's review birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn that's a long fucking title but it works in this case um so this review is a couple weeks late we had you know the show we had some stuff going on with uh um releasing, uh, the special episode for Valentine's day. And then, uh, so, and then also we had the chewies. So cause this movie released two weeks ago. So we're a couple of weeks behind on the show. Um, so, uh, it is what it is, but trust me, I wanted to review this the second I saw it. And I actually went to the theater to see it twice. Um, because I wanted to refresh my memory, but also because it was pretty fucking good. So, anyway, let's go over the boring shit. Uh, let's see. Um, Rotten Tomatoes. Um 341 reviews uh with a Rotten Tomato score of 79. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably think that's kinda low for me. Um All right, so let's go initial... Oh, sorry. Uh, We got to do the uh, box office take. So again, it's two weeks. um, And uh, it didn't do well its first opening weekend. It only did 33 million. Um, So that's not great. Um, So far, worldwide, it's taken 145. And domestically, only 61. So it's on a budget of... uh, let's see ninety seven million, so it's kinda already made its money back with you know the worldwide uh release, but <clears throat> um it's definitely performing below expectations um and i I gotta think there's a couple of reasons for that, and none of that has to do with the movie itself in my opinion anyway um so recently, the news came out that. They were gonna do a. They did a name change. It's like Harley Quinn, uh, Birds of Prey. I think it's called now. Thinking that might generate uh, more focus on Harley Quinn. And I got to say, like, maybe that's not such a smart idea. Because my opinion is that you're you're bringing in um, a, a solo movie of this character, who in the last movie. I did not think was really great. I thought she was somebody trying to be Harley Quinn, like a cosplayer or something, you know? Um, And I just didn't really like her in it. Um, I actually think I liked Will Smith more in that movie. So, so maybe not, you know, thinking Harley Quinn's a great way to go um, to call attention to that, in my opinion, because I didn't think she was so good. Then of course, there's the DCEU, you know, backlash still from justice league. So not a lot of, you know, takes on it or, or takers probably, but so that leads me to my initial reaction. Um, and that's why I don't agree with any of that. Um, with, uh, that it's not making a lot of money and it's because it's not a good movie. That's not the case. My initial reaction is I really loved this movie. Um, right from the very beginning, um, it opens up with like a, uh, um, cartoon and it's just like perfect. Uh, anyway, so, uh, initial reaction is I, I loved it. Uh, the cast is amazing. Uh, it's funny. It's great storytelling, the way they tell a story, character development. And surprisingly, there's a couple of scenes that have a lot of heart. Um, and it, it pulled off very well. Um, you is, uh, wonderful in this movie. Um, he he's kind of not the same type of black mask that I'm used to. Um, especially coming from, um, the Bruce Tim versions of black mask. Um, he was pretty formidable as far as being a tough guy, but here he plays it a little bit differently, but uh, it kind of works too. Uh, like I said, the writing is amazing. Um, it gives everybody a great chance to, um, to shine a little bit in this movie. Um, the music choices are amazing too. The, uh, not just the, not just the overall score, but also the, the songs that they choose, uh, to set up each scene or each scene that's playing. It's, it's fabulous. It's amazing. Uh, they nailed it with those songs. Um, let's see the action and fight sequences. God, they're so fucking good in this movie. Uh, I can't think of any other movie that equals to the action in this movie other than maybe a John Wick movie, which kind of makes sense from what I read. I think the director maybe came over to help with a, a few action sequences and there's shit in this movie that I've never seen before. And it was it was great. Um let's see, Kathy Ann, who's the director, just fucking blew it out of the park. Like she knew exactly what to do. And Margot Robbie is fucking amazing in this. She hits all kinds of levels for me in this movie. Um, and she takes that character to a, a whole new level. Um, than we're, than I've seen, uh, on screen. Um, and, and it did remind me of, because it reminded me of Deadpool and I don't want to compare it to like a, a you know, a, guys film but I it's the only film that I can think of um, that does the same type of things meaning like the cursing um, the violence uh, the outrageousness um, all that stuff and, and this hard R, um just reminds me that way but in my opinion I actually think Birds of Prey is better than Deadpool and it's mainly come down it mainly comes down to the ending um, Deadpool really fell short for me in the ending. I did not like that s- CG, um, he- hello carry. It looked like, um, so I didn't want, I didn't want any of that. And that, that part ruined it for me, but I mean, it's still a great movie. Um, this, the ending for this movie does not, is not bad at all. It's, it's really good. So anyway, so that's my long winded initial reaction that I, I just love this movie. Um, so the cast, um, there's, it's an ensemble basically. I mean, it's a, it's, it is birds of prey and then it focuses on Harley Quinn, but I feel like every person in this, uh, movie gets their due a little bit. Um, it, I really liked how all the introductions to all the characters, if you're not familiar with the comic books, were, although they do make some changes, uh, especially to Cassandra Kane. Um, she, um, kind of, is more of a badass in the comic books. Uh, You know, she's Batgirl. Uh, She's got this great gold and black uh, costume. I think that might actually be from, I can't remember which came out first, but I think in the Arkham series, Batgirl's last costume is black and gold and not the traditional purple and gold, I think. Um, But don't call me. Um, It's been a long time since I played that game. All right. So uh, I already said Margot Robbie just is amazing in this movie um she had so many notes uh as far as the crazy feels genuine you know and the, and the sorrow feels genuine and the laughter and all that stuff it, it didn't feel like she was playing harley quinn anymore it felt like she was harley quinn which was great um rosie perez it's been a long time since i've seen her in something um I know she's been in a few things or or some things, uh, but honestly, I haven't seen her in a long time, any of the movies that I've watched anyway. Um, so she was great in this too. Uh, let's see. Uh, the Huntress, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, even gets some shine in this. Um, I loved who they got for Dinah Lance and Black Canary, uh, Journey Smollett-Bell. And of course, I already said Ewan McGregor. Um, Cassandra Kane is played by Ella J. Basco. And I can't remember if I've ever seen her in, um, anything. Um, let's see. Victor Zaz, uh, is played by Chris Me- Messina, Messina, Messina. Um, he's, he's great in this too. Um, I think Zaz has only made like maybe a cameo in the Nolan movies or name, something like that. But, um, but uh in the video game um he's not a main boss at all he's just usually a thrown away character and and he, his dynamic with with Ewan McGregor is really good in this it it does some of the it, there's some of the funniest scenes um with Ewan McGregor um and uh the guy from future man i don't know if you guys remember us talking about that show, but um it's the fuck what's his name josh something i can't remember his name but Basically, the the guy from Peter, I think, is his name in Hunger Games. Whatever he's um, so anyway. So I like I like the the Ewan McGregor and um, Victor Saz uh, chemistry going on there. It's really good. All right. So the story is basically this: um, Black Mask is looking to be the number one boss gangster person. Um, and by doing so, he needs, you know, the funds to do that. And there's this legend where uh, the main mob boss uh, back in the day was uh, some guy named Bertinelli. And he laser imprinted some, like, codes or um, location, I guess, too, of their family fortune, basically. Um, and because they were the biggest and strongest and most wealthy they they had a shit ton stowed away somewhere so and uh so he's trying to get the diamond basically and so he can you know take over gotham so that's basically in the entire movie and then everyone else is intertwined in that story in some way or another either by chance or they were already there um like black canary is already there um When you meet her, she doesn't just happen to fall into the situation like um, Cassandra Cain. Um, She just pickpockets the wrong fucking guy. Uh, Basically, exactly what uh, Dinah said to her, that you're going to one day pickpocket the wrong person. And she fucking does it like five seconds later. So there was karma right there falling her ass. Um, uh, Let's see. So... (laughs) You meet Rosie Perez and, you know, she's going through this entire thing. And the ongoing joke for her is that she, uh, speaks like she's on an old 80s movie for like cops, like a lethal weapon or something like that. Or even, uh, maybe even that CSI person, um, that always took his glasses off and said something like that had to do with the, uh, the murder or something. Um, so anyway, so that's the ongoing joke. And, uh, through this, you actually see, Um, the huntress, but you're, I think you're not at this point, you might not be sure that she's huntress. I can't can't remember. Oh, actually you do. I think she pulls her mask off and does that her ongoing joke, which is um, uh, she's about to say her name because everybody keeps calling her their crossbow killer. Um, (laughs) uh, Let's see. Uh, I love the way that they structured this movie. Um, Kathy Ann, like in her, Intertwines or, you know, interweaves all these stories at a certain point in time. And they're all kind of pulled out of different time frames and contexts throughout the main story that's going on. But what's amazing is like, it's, it's, you know, it's Kathy's vision for it, but it's through Margot, not Margot, well, Harley Quinn's eyes, like how she would tell the story, like how a psycho, violent killer, uh, funny person, brilliant person too, um, would tell the story like all fucked up all over the place. And that's how it goes all the way up until you get to present day um, or not present day actually. Cause I think everything's sold in a backstory. So, but um, at the point in the story and anyway, the main story leads up to the scene in the uh, police department where Harley is trying to get Cassandra Kane um, cause she's there from getting caught pickpocketing and she knows she has the diamond too, which she swallows Um, so you knew something funny was going to come out of that. The second she swallowed that diamond, I mean, she has to basically shit it out and, you know, you could imagine what Harley Quinn's trying to do. It's either gut her, uh, which she has no problem dying, but because she's a kid, um, she gives her the option of taking a shitload of, uh, laxatives. So she shits it out. Um, which I thought was uh fucking gross. Um, So, uh, oh, and the, uh, I mean, there's other like funny things in here. Like it's not just certain gags, although there's a lot of gags that really work in this. Nothing was, I didn't feel anything was forced, but, um, Montoya at one, because, uh, what the fuck happened to her? Something happened where her clothes got fucked. Oh, she smells like shit because Harley threw the garbage on her to get away when she was chasing her. Um, So like when she has to change her clothes and it says, I shaved my ball for this, balls for this. And that's what she wears basically until I think she goes home when she gets suspended. But throughout the whole first half of the movie, every time you see her, you see her in this shirt that says, I shaved my balls for this, which is fucking hilarious. Um, There's a dick drawn on uh, the Joker's face uh, in... um, in Harley's apartment because, you know, she's pissed at him because he dumps her and, um, is throwing like the knives and shit like for, you know, practice on a bullseye. But he, she she drew a dick on his mouth, which is fucking hilarious. Um, which one of my other favorite scenes in that, that whole sequence going on there is, uh, when she, uh, shoots the cheese whiz in her mouth, which is fucking, and cries while she's doing it. (laughs) Oh, uh, so good! Oh, and the uh, there's another ongoing gag that I love is the egg sandwich. Now, I dare anybody to say that they did not, unless you're a, a vegan, that um that you uh you didn't want an egg sandwich. Like, right when he was making it, I think his name was Sal. When he was making that egg sandwich, tell me you did not get hungry in the theater for an egg sandwich, and I wanted to make it. The exact way that he was doing it, even though I found it really gross that he put one side of the, the, uh, the bread, uh, and just like soaked it in fucking, like painted butter all over it. Um, and that's where the bacon sat. It's like, uh, it's like fucking Pizza Hut, uh, making like, uh, there's, I don't think, it, can we get it here? I'm not sure. Um, where Pizza Hut, which is already a fattening disgusting pizza. Um, you can tell we're never gonna get a Pizza Hut uh, sponsor but um, they they first they stuffed it with cheese the crust and then they went a step further and stuffed it with a fucking mini hot dog, right So they, that's that's fuck Pizza Hut has found a way to give you the ultimate like combo meal, right? Like it's fucking pizza and a hot dog or like a pigs in a blanket all at the same fucking time. Like, that's crazy. That's like, uh, somebody finding a way for like, could you imagine like a hamburger and a hot dog in like one thing, you know, instead of having like bacon, you just have two (laughs) strips of fucking hot dog in there. (laughs) Or, uh, let's see, where would Taco Bell be combined with? Oh, maybe like a a fried chicken taco. Like combining KFC and Taco Bell. Something like that. Or we could go back to the White Castle like burrito. (laughs) White Castle burrito. That's awesome. Um anyway, so back to the story. Um there's a big contrast in this movie with uh like I've already kind of said that Harley Quinn uh Margot Robbie is Harley Quinn in this movie. Um and she's a fucking badass in this movie. I remember our, you know, the the review we did back in the day uh for Suicide Squad and we we kept saying like it doesn't make any sense why Harley Quinn's on this fucking mission. Like you're you're fighting monsters and ghosts and she just has a baseball bat. She's not even covered in armor. She's basically just out there fighting in a bikini. You know, it's fucking ridiculous and she doesn't look like she can really do much in that movie. So it still didn't make any goddamn sense. That and the guy with the boomerangs, too. Um, But in this movie, holy shit, she's fucking a badass. Oh, my God, she's so fucking good. I mean, the things that she does with a baseball bat, I've never fucking seen. There's this one one ending sequence, um, ending of a fight, where she takes the fucking bat, throws it into the ground, it hits the guy in the face, knocks him out, and then she catches it back on the rebound without moving. It's fucking amazing. I mean, who thought of that? That's probably the guy from John Wick. But that was a fucking amazing way to end a, end a fight scene. I mean, there were things in here where the entire audience, when I went to go see it the first time on opening night, they were like, everybody was oohing and aahing because it was fucking amazing. Like, the, Or like it opens up with her breaking the fucking uh, driver's legs. Because he tells her to take a seat bitch or something like that. And she fucking jumps on both of his legs and snaps him in half. Oh, speaking of snapping in half, there's this one other guy with the baseball bat where she breaks both of his legs and fucking Oh my god, he's hanging basically by his like dangling fucking broken leg. Could you imagine that? Oh my god, I'm just getting like chills just thinking about that. That's fucked up. Um Oh, and that also scene that uh in that same scene, um, I think it was that was after the shower uh, not the shower the um the sprinkler scene um so backing up there's a scene where she breaks Cassandra out but all the guys in the in the holding cells get let out too and she's beating the shit out of him in the rain it's fucking amazing i mean that scene is just gorgeous it's a great fucking thing this is by far the best dc movie i had seen I mean, I really enjoyed Wonder Woman. I, I had a good time in Aquaman. Obviously, I hated everything else. But this is... But, uh, well, I like the Joker in a different way. But this is right up there in the way that this movie is. Um, anyway, let's, let's, th- let's, let's talk about that when I'm reviewing it. Hopefully, I can remember. Look, if you really like this show and it tickles your nerd spot please review the show on iTunes and Facebook. It'll help getting the show sponsors and allow the show to keep putting out daily and weekly content. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. Uh, let's see. Um, there's a couple ties to Suicide Squad too. Um, there's the Ace Chemical Transformation Scene um, from Suicide Squad, there was also the you know the picture of the boomerang in the office. Oh, by the way, that office, the stairs that the the zigzag stairs that are right in front of the office, I could have sworn those were the same zigzag ones that uh, was it w- wasn't in uh, Goodwill Hunting, right outside Robin Williams' office. Um, I've seen it twice, and I picked up on it twice. Um, obviously, they gutted the inside because if you can remember like there there wasn't a big wall there um in his office, so um but somebody verify that um not that it actually was you know or I'm just like fucking crazy i'm thinking that um, uh yeah oh, so she and she also talked ties back into um um the suicide squad. By talking about the bomb in her head, which uh, Amanda Waller put there, and saving the world, so she references uh, Suicide Squad quite a few times, whether it's cinematically or she actually outright says it, Um, like she like she admits that she knows uh, Boomerang. Um, You know, so there's there's I was saying Margot Robbie hits like all these notes in this movie. And the one note that she hit really well was like sadness, and this is where the heart comes into this movie. Like her, it was heartbreaking when, uh, fuck, what's his name, Doc, when Doc sold her out to for the half million, or whatever the the bounty was. Uh, yeah, maybe half million. Yeah. Um, oh my God, when she when she broke down there, I felt for her. You know. Um, uh, the same way I felt for, uh, walking Phoenix's Joker. Um, I felt for Harley. Cause at the end of the day, Harley's not a good person. And she actually reminds you at that. You just fucking love her so much. Um, in this movie, like she's not a good person in this. I mean, she does the right thing by saving the kid that she already betrays, but, um, she steals that. She steals Dinah's car at the end of the movie, you know? Um, but, uh, all right, back to the story. Um, I, I really, really, uh, enjoyed the funhouse fight. So they get to the funhouse, right? Uh, I forget the name of it, but, you know, Black Mask gets all these gangster guys to go and take down the girls who have all converged on this place. Um, and they're all there, uh, because Harley gave her up and has her tied to a fucking, uh, toilet cause, and gave her prune juice and she's also had like laxatives too, and she still hasn't shit, which I always thought like, What happens like when it comes like what if it came right in the the middle of the funhouse fight like she just shits herself like right there she just shits everywhere and like everybody's backing away from her because she smells like fucking shit right like how, how do they know like you know she doesn't actually shit till the whole thing's done which is I guess okay. But I thought it would have been amazing if she just shit herself right in the middle of that giant fight at the end. <laughs> nope. Because like, you know, Roman's not going to fucking want her in the car. Maybe that's how they should have done it. Like she's smart enough to know that Roman's like a germaphobe. So she just shits all over herself. <laughs> and Yeah, that's stupid. Um, oh, i speaking of the fun house fight. Um, it reminded me of some like a uh, cheesy uh, Batman 66 villains. Uh, headquarters you know, hideout or whatever. Like, cause there were like all these gag gifts with the fun houses and shit like that. And Batman 66 always had whoever they were fighting. They had some kind of gag going on on the set, but that it was, but it would be like Batman 66 on steroids. Cause all these women are kicking ass except for Cassandra, who probably is really holding in her shit. Um, But um, you see uh, Harley Quinn on rollerblades or roller skates, which is funny too. Um, one of the best scenes. Uh so this scene happened and I had no idea what was going on, or this this dialogue happened uh or moment I should say happened in the movie, and I picked up on it right away. I was like, Holy shit, that makes so much sense. That's that makes so much sense that um that's what happened. So anyway, so they're in the middle of a fight and they're kicking ass and uh, Dino black, uh, black canary, um, gets the hair in her face after she like, knocks out three or four guys and Harley comes over and says, hair tie. And she says, yeah. And she ties it back. And I was like, Oh, that's fucking awesome. That makes total sense. Cause like wonder woman, uh, Gal Gadot's got to wear, I mean, she's got her hair, like just, she's got a headband, but still like her hair's gotta be in her fucking face, you know? Um, so, um, or like, uh, what's her face? Uh, Scarlet witch. Scarlet Witch has fucking long hair and she doesn't have it, you know, she doesn't have that comic book headband in it. So, but I, I I thought it was really cool that I was like, yeah, because there was, there was an earlier fight scene where that happens and she has this really, really long, gorgeous hair and she's, you know, kicking around one or two guys. But in the middle of all this, there's like, like a hundred guys almost. So the hair gets stuck in her face and I'm like, wow, that's gotta be fucking annoying, you know, because like, I don't even like hair in my face. Um, even when I had long hair. Uh, It was fucking annoying to me. But, and I wore a hair tie, you know, when I would go work out. And so, but that doesn't really happen a lot in uh, comic book movies. Like, Black Widow, the first time you saw her, had that gorgeous red hair. No hair tie. It's beautifully done, like, after, it was almost like after every take, they just redid her hair. You know, because it should have been a fucking giant mess by the time she was done with that fight, but... But when she's done making that, like, iconic last punch in that movie, her hair is beautiful. Like, she could have been in a fucking, like, L'Oreal or whatever one of those commercials are. You know, um, those shampoo commercials, like Pantene or something. You know, like, that's how great her hair was. So anyway, so I picked up on the, the, the hair tie thing, and I thought, that's pretty cool. And then I just kept going. I'm like, I'm not even, I don't even have long hair, but anymore but I understand that Um, and I thought it was pretty cool and then I read online later that that was like a huge fucking deal um, to women who um, always had that complaint watching themselves on screen like some guy directed this because like that hair is fucking annoying you know what I mean like um, at the end like Captain Marvel doesn't have that huge Brie Larson doesn't have a a lot of hair at the end of the movie she basically cuts it all off so it never gets in her face at the end of the fight. But in the beginning, like her, in her, uh, origin movie, you see her hair is all in her fucking face until she puts the mask on. Um, so, you know, that's gotta be fucking annoying because she has long blonde hair. So anyway, so I thought that was, I thought that was kinda cool. Um, uh, oh, you get to see, uh, Harley Quinn, okay, so you get to see Harley Quinn in the beginning actually use a baseball bat that made the suicide squad make sense, like, in the suicide squad, I was like, she's still got a fucking baseball bat, like, there's nothing that she's doing with that baseball bat, makes me think she can take down an army of monsters and save the world, there's nothing about this a lot of the times it looks like she was just barely getting by in this movie, holy shit, she's amazing at hand-to-hand combat, but when she gets the bat it's even worse for the guys. I mean, she beats the fuck out of them and breaks bones and shit. So that's what you get in the beginning. And then towards the end, now you get her other famous weapon, which is a which is a mallet, right? Oh, my God. She beats the shit out of these guys with these mallets. It's fucking amazing. Um, there's a lot of guys in this fight scene, and she beats the shit out of all of them. It's so good. And she does half of it on roller skates, which is great too it does it doesn't seem cheesy because you because they actually set it up in a scene beforehand where um harley Quinn has after she's you know recovering being alone um away from the joker and uh you know her immunity is basically gone she takes up rollerblading and during this time, you see how good she is on roller It's like she beats the shit out of the other team, and that's one of the ones that has like a grievance against her is she broke her nose when she i think tried to drop a uh air conditioner on her but uh but missed so um so it doesn't seem like out of place when she puts on roller skates that that whole roller thing roller uh derby um completely set up the fact that her on rollerblades beating the shit out of guys is totally believable. And she does it with a mallet, which is even cooler. So that leads us to like my only gripe in this movie uh, that I can think of. I'm sure, you know, once I see it like a third, fourth, fifth time, I might pick up on some stuff, but the two times that I went to go see it, I, I loved it both times. Um, and I was, you know, actually trying to work and take notes. Um, this time around, mostly um because I would lose my spot if I did it the way um when when b j was around i mean i couldn't I had notes last time, and I was struggling, so i st- I went to go see it the second time because it's been two weeks, and I loved them both times um but anyway, so my only gripe that I think I have in this movie is this one scene is when they 're done beating the shit out of uh the guys in the um in the fun house. Again, I, I can't remember uh, the name of that place, but, um, they just walk out nonchalantly without even thinking like he might have more guys out there. You know, they are just walking out like, Oh shit, we did it, you know? And, and you didn't because you didn't even fucking check if there was anybody left outside. Like clearly black Mask didn't come in after you. Right. Because everybody you beat the fuck out of, none of them were black mask. So, or Roman, um, so at least he's out there. And if he's the head guy, you know, especially if he finds out that you killed Victor, you know, he's going to be pissed and he's going to be shooting somebody. And they don't even check. They just fucking walk out. It's like if you know remember, like when you were uh, in school for gym class and they had to do that uh, national testing and shit, which I think is hilarious because there's no real like training for the mile uh, when you go there. They're just like one day, they're just like, you're going to run four laps. You know, and I'm like, why? I, I don't know we're in the middle. Of, could you imagine like you're at a fucking work day and the right in the middle of it when you haven't done anything and fucking who knows when, you know, you're more active in high school than you are in your 40s sometimes. Um, and your boss is like, all right, we're going to go run a mile and I'm going to time you. Your performance is based on that, based on the fact that we're going to do this thing that you've never trained for and we're going to judge you on it. That's basically what elementary school does to you with this mile. But it's like running that thinking that because you've never run a mile before, you finish the first lap and you're like, oh, shit, I did it. I'm done. And the coach is like, nope, you've got three more fucking laps. And that's basically the bullet that hits Montoya is that three more laps. You have three more laps is the bullet. And I thought that was fucking. Even the first time I saw the movie, I was like, I thought when they were walking out, I'm thinking, wait a minute, you, what are you guys doing? You're just walking out like you completed everything. Black Mask, at least, is still out there. And then you find out after she shot, there's a shit ton of them everywhere. So all they really had to do was just stop staring at Harley Quinn. And then they, somebody would have seen the hundreds of guys still left out there. And, um,. So luckily, Montoya wear is wearing that uh, brazier. I think not a brazier. What is that? A fucking I don't know what that is, but it's some kind of lingerie, um, and um, it's bulletproof. And I think it was. Um, I think it teased um, the Arkham, the Arkham series. Um, Harley Quinn. I think because I think I think she's wearing that lingerie top and like. Um. Like shorts or something in the in the game. I can't remember. Um, maybe it's from something else, but that's what, what I thought it was. Uh, that it looked like to me. Um, but anyway, she's it's proof so she's fucking fine. Luckily, you know. I was like the only Disney thing that was there. <laughs> like nobody died in this movie. Well, none of the main characters, anyway. Um, so, um, and then you get this chase scene. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Before that. So the whole time, you know, Black Canary has this power, you know, if you're not familiar with the comic book, Black Canary has basically she yells and it's basically creating like a sonic wave. And um, I've seen it done a couple times in you know, uh, cartoons and and, uh, you know, Arrow, um, but it's never looked that cool. Well, they found a way just like with the mallet and the baseball bat to make her power seem fucking awesome. And she basically, <laughs> she basically clears the entire path because um, Black Mask uh, has uh, Cassandra now. She clears her path by screaming, using her, you know, Black Canary uh, power. And it, it basically creates this giant wave and just knocks everybody back. And Harley is on roller skates, so she... Sticks her fingers in her ears and just rides the, the scream wave uh, to catch up and then becomes this chase scene, which is fucking great too. Like this is fuck it. I think there's a little bit of CGI here, um, but I, I couldn't really tell too much of it in this fight scene, but it's like that horse uh, John Wick scene to me mixed in with um, the back to the future Two hoverboard scene. She's in roller skates. Um remind me of that, where but like way more way more violent because she beats the fuck out of those guys, and then she has um Huntress's help to to you know keep her going at you know sixty miles an hour on skates. And they did shit in this movie with skates that I'd never seen done before. Like, I mean, we've all seen like uh, what is that, solar babies? You know, they were on roller skates. I don't know why in the eighties there was like a roller skating fad with that type of stuff. But there was also in that other movie that had a remake with James Khan, which was not good. Um, but, um, but anyway, there, there was shit in here and you could, and she's beating the fuck out of these guys with roller skates in the car and she's kicking them in the face with, could you imagine getting kicked in the face with fucking roller skates? I mean, that's gotta fucking hurt. Um, And that whole chase leads you down to this pier. Um, I can't remember the name of the pier. But but anyway, there's a lot of fog. And the way that the movie ends, spoilers, if I did forget to say spoilers. But the way Black Mask dies in this movie is hilarious, awesome, and really fucking gory and violent. I mean, it's not good at all. It's not good at all. Um, It's pretty violent. Um, kind of like Deadpool, um, but it's fucking hilarious. Um, and then you know, there's kind of like a happy ending. You know, um, they they finally form the gir- uh, the. Uh, she says that the girls formed uh, birds of prey. I'm not a big fan of the outfits. Um, wasn't too happy about that. Oh, you find? I'm sorry. the The diamond, anyway. Uh, they recover the diamond and give it back to Huntress, which is. The one lone surviving um, uh, family member of the uh, Bernelli uh, crime family, and um, she's raised by assassins and shit and killers. And uh, when she was ready, they let her out so to kill all the people that killed her, that killed her family. So everybody gets their due. They become birds of prey. Montoya quits. Uh, let's see who else is in there. That's Montoya. Oh, Hudson and Black Canary are all doing it. And then Cassandra is with uh, Harley. Um and they find the hy- hyena at the end, he didn't die. So that is Bird's of Prey. Um I I really like this movie. Um but let's do diversity. Uh this movie is pretty diverse. Um it nothing seems forced. Um it felt it just seemed natural. You know, there was no um race based anything meaning like none of their stories had anything to do with that like you can't make black panther white because it doesn't work he's from a fucking african nation so um so none of the none of the uh nationalities or races had anything to do with it but it was still diverse um because it's in gotham and you always pictured gotham would be in, like in new york city so it makes sense. I mean, New York City is pretty diverse. Just go walk down any you know major place in Manhattan, and it's pretty diverse. Um, so I, I'm going to give it a, a plethora for for diversity rating. Um, and I gotta say, like, other than that one stupid scene of her of Montoya walking out of there, or any of them walking out of that uh, funhouse without checking, there's I can't think of a negative thing to say about this movie. Um, and I feel like that one scene is not good enough to take away anything from the movie. I mean, right down the line go i mean even go to the music um top to bottom this movie is gorgeous it 's funny it 's fun it 's uh sad too um, so basically what i 'm saying is uh this movie is uh five stars for me i'm sorry, not five stars, five lightsabers for me um there's nothing bad about this movie. Um, I hope the critical and fan acclaim for the movie kind of drive it because I really want to see this again, um, the whole cast again together for something where I would think, you know, now that they've been fighting together, especially the Birds of Prey, um, that they would have like a type of Avengers-esque thing where they can use every person's abilities with like in in combo, which would be fucking great. Like if, uh, I don't know. That, oh, well, like if like uh, Harley uh, throws her bat and then Black Canary like you know Sonic screams a bat f- like faster and knocks like four guys out with it, you know, because it's at going at such a high rate from the from her scream. That would be awesome. Um, so five five lightsabers for me. Um, you got to go see this movie if you haven't already. Um, so what we're gonna do now is uh, after reviews and stuff. You know, we post the I post a show, um, which will be every Monday, of course. Um, and uh, you know, we never really get a lot of comments there. So, what's curious is I'm, I'm going to say this right now that, and I'll I'll put it in the in the uh, in the ad as well, uh, the copy in the uh, in the comments that um, you know that that whole discussion, uh, the comment section for that episode, for that. Um, movie is going to be spoilers. So I'll write that in there that there's going to be spoilers in the comments. If you don't want to look at it, don't look at it. But, you know, we can discuss the movie afterwards um, after you listen to the episode and, you know, ask questions or get into a discussion like, hey, you were wrong about this because of this. And, you know, let's let's do that um, to make it a little bit more fun. So if uh, after you listen to the review, if you want to talk about it again, even if you don't want to do that, just know that there from now on there's going to be spoiler discussion in the comments. So hopefully we get some some of that going for reviews. Uh, other than that, uh, let's see. That was episode 241 of Chew on This, a nerd united podcast. You stay classy, Tom Driver. Later.